1: What is going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of The Philly Pod brought to you by TheLibertyLine.com. I'm your host today, Victor Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at The Philly Pod. Do the same on TikTok and Instagram and anywhere else you can find the content. If you're new to the show, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in and uh, following along with us as we approach the NFL draft. Now, just single digit days away. We are now eight days away from the NFL draft joined by always my illustrious co-host. You can follow him on Twitter at Stephen Conrad jr. Do the same on Instagram at real Stephen Conrad jr. He leads the charge on the YouTube front. Be sure to search the Liberty line on YouTube, click the bell and subscribe and all that fun stuff. So you don't miss out on the new content he has going on over there. And also his birthday today, birthday boy oh, in the yeah. house. What's going on, man? Happy, happy 23rd. It is young buck, young buck.
2: He says that guys, but I'm I told him <laughs> earlier today, I'm terrified that I'm 23. I remember turning 21 like it was yesterday. And Wait I just hit to 25.
1: 25 my is not eyes. A fun
2: time. I know. And you're not supposed to do that. And I just, you know, I woke up today and it's like, I'm there's no way I'm 23. There's just no way. But whatever, man. You're everybody, including me, Vic, and everybody listening, we're all, you know, on our own paths. So just because somebody does something at a certain age doesn't mean you have to, right? Uh I'm sure Vic when he turned 25 was upset that he wasn't a millionaire, you know? So
0: yeah,
1: everybody has is their what life. it is. What are you going to do? <laughs> everybody has their life laid out a certain way, but you have to remember that life is in the race. Everybody moves at their own pace. You don't need a family and a two car garage and all of this. By a certain age, you move at your own pace and, and life mm-hmm. works out the way it does. But yeah, it's 23 years on this earth, man. I remember those days. I remember those days. How, you feeling any, uh, any older No. No, the knees giving out on you. No, see, I, I, I. You're telling me I about bubble bath last night with your sore ass.
2: Yeah, guys, that's embarrassing. Since Vic felt the need to just share that, I told yeah, him. Because I, I haven't had a bubble you bath. You have to tell anybody I was sore I last night. So I took a, uh, I guess what, it's an Epsom salt bath. Uh, I needed it, guys. My body was just sore. But I feel amazing today. I'm ready to go.
1: Okay, with the Mamba baseball shirt. I need to get myself uh one of those where'd you get that uh, that shirt from
2: uh so this is a like kobe bryant baseball sh- uh jersey i got it on amazon actually just search it it's oh okay i thought it was fast <laughs> shout out to men. amazon you know I was trying to give you sponsored a or anything to... but if there's any place i've like most of my money has gone in terms of like products and stuff it's probably amazon dude like
1: I thought it was a uh, fashion Nova men. I was trying to give you the, uh, the the quick plug on them since that's the next sponsorship oh, we're trying gosh. to line up. But I guess it's I guess
2: it wasn't from them. That's
1: the only reason. <laughs> that's the only reason I asked. Oh man, appreciate you guys for tuning in to this show. A lot of things to cover. A lot of news just came out today. We were gonna do this show kind of earlier, but we waited off for the press conference, and then all this other stuff came out. So good thing that we waited so we can cover
2: all this stuff for you. A very boring press conference. Yes,
1: very, very boring. Not much of anything going on in that that conference. But speaking of sponsors, of course, always got to plug our friends over at SeatGeek. They're the leading mobile-focused ticket platform that enables fans to buy and sell tickets for sports, concerts, and theater events. They have the largest inventory on the web, provide the most bang for your buck, and have gorgeous interactive maps with 3D views that make finding the perfect seat simple. Use promo code the Philly Pod when you sign up to get $20 off your first purchase. Your next best night ever is waiting. I know the mask mandate is back, but you still got Sixers playoff basketball. Uh, the Phillies haven't been fun to watch in the last, like, I think they've lost eight of their last seven, like, nine mm-hmm. of their last. Ele- it's bad over there. So, I mean, but, hey. Still a fun time. To told you that, guys. I'm
2: sorry. I know the Phillies hey, hey, people I, I could have told you that. They told I me it was dinger season.
1: Now, now we can't even get on base. And Bryce is back to hitting solo home runs.
2: This is the worst.
1: <laughs> but it's still a good time to get out and go. So promo code the Philly pod Oh, I'll still I still plan
2: on going to some games this summer. Oh, so. I'll be going to my
1: fair share. That's a great spot if
2: you know you people want to meet up with us, by the way. That's a great spot. You
1: people, yeah. Yeah, go right ahead. <laughs> the promo code the Philly pod saves the you 20 bucks on your first purchase. Uh, Sixers, Flyers. No, not the Flyers. Don't go to the Flyers. Phillies, all that, all that fun stuff. And Eagles, Eagles games, even Eagles games next season. Speaking of the Eagles, some moves could be on the horizon. Ones that I don't anticipate happening. But before we even get into the press conference and the draft and everything going on, breaking news coming out of San Francisco that Debo Samuel has indeed requested a trade from the 49ers. Mm -hmm. They're saying... The 49ers were ready to pay him, so it wasn't like a money thing. It was more about a usage thing, and Debo is just not happy with the organization any longer. So this unhinged offseason now continues. Debo is now looking for his next team, and the 49ers will try and see if they can work it out with him or if they can move him to a new squad. Now, immediately, Eagles fans jump to, we? you got to do this. You got to remember that these talks... With Debo, AJ Brown, Terry McLaurin, DK, all these receivers that are due for extensions coming up, they are all due for contracts that are going to probably start in the realm of twenty-five million per year. Thanks to Christian Kirk. If you look down the list of contracts, Christian Kirk, eighteen million a year; Mike Williams, twenty a year; Tyreek Hill, thirty a year; Devontae Adams, twenty-eight million a year; Chris Godwin got twenty million a year. So they're going to look. One of for these those big is deals. not like
2: the other. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, well, one guy is not as prolific as the other guy, but got paid like it. So um, I guess, Stephen, if you know, <laughs> uh, I know we all want prolific receivers and we want weapons for Jalen Hurts. Is there any shot in your opinion that the Eagles make a run at Debo or any of these receivers that are due big
2: extensions in the near future? There's any receiver that they would make a run for via trade. It has to be Debo Samuel, in my opinion, because Not, over AJ Brown. Yeah. Yes, because I think they're both great young players, obviously different skill sets. I think Debo Samuel is exactly what the Eagles okay between him and AJ Brown they would both be amazing for the team but I think Debo Samuel due to the effect he has in the run game and knowing that the Eagles are a run heavy team you know from the quarterback position we got the we got the running backs obviously but what's always going to remain is this this offensive line and the strength of the offensive line is running the football so you put Debo Samuel there it's going to beef that up it's only going to improve it and just like I don't even know how you would attempt to guard the Eagles run game when you have Jalen Hurts a threat Miles Sanders Kenneth Gainwell Um, throw anybody behind that offensive line period by the way like Boston Scott against the Giants turns into prime you know Adrian Peterson like And then you factor in Debo Samuel, who can do those nice little end-arounds that Jalen Rugger, for whatever reason, just couldn't do, even though he did it in college. But also, he's, like, all-purpose yards. He had, what, over over 2,000 all-purpose yards last year. Like, this guy is a game-changer. If there's any receiver that deserves to get paid, it's him. He should be... You, know? so you think the league is moving more towards versatile weapons rather than position players? Is where you think it's going?
1: I think the Eagles still need a still need a straightforward receiver, uh, especially with Devontae. I think Quez will be a good wide receiver three. They still need a flat out receiver, but as far as weapons well, go,
2: Debo can't like yeah, that's what I am saying. Can as far do as, that. He, yeah, but as weapons go, arms.
1: like just prolific offensive weapons that you can use in any facet. Debo Samuel certainly is that guy. Now the only thing is, is that his his usage is like the root of these issues. So like, did he have an issue being used all over the field? I can't see why as many touches as possible is a bad thing. Uh, but maybe he looks at this roster and he figures like Trey Lance is about to be here. Starting now, maybe he feels like, I don't know where the root of his feelings come from. Is it just the 49ers yeah, depended on him too much? I'm not sure, but they're they now looking to move him. Well, I don't know if they're looking to move him. Debo's looking to get out of there.
2: Well, in um, an this, offense with Devontae Smith.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But let it be known that just because he asked for a trade doesn't mean that the 49ers have to. So right. they'll all figure it out. The 49ers were ready to pay him. They had the contract off already. And Debo said it doesn't matter. I don't want to be here. And mm. here we go. So then you go down. AJ will AJ Brown will probably follow suit. Terry McLaurin's going to follow suit. I would assume DK is going to be right behind in that really? group. So we'll keep an eye. I assume I assume DK well, he's due for an extension too. All these guys that are that are due for massive no, I extensions. See what you're saying. Right. Are are either going to hold out or you know pay to play these days in the NFL, you either pay for top talent or you stay mediocre and that's where that's why Eagles fans are so stuck up on we have to get one of these guys in here because if you truly want to come to a definitive conclusion about Jalen Hurts you need to give him the best pieces possible to be able to do that. So that's where a lot of the fans are kind of uh, are kind of sitting at on the other side of the ball. We need to figure out what is going on in the secondary because Steven Nelson has gone to the Texans on a 2-year deal. They missed out on Stefan Gilmore to the Colts nelson got paid two years 10 million gilmore got paid 20 million 10 million dollars per year of course the draft like we mentioned just eight days away sauce and Derek stingley are obviously the top corners those guys are probably gone by the time the eagles pick andrew booth is a guy at a clemson that i'm I really sorry like. man
2: but sauce is a tier above stingley would you say that before the Stingley injury? Well, we can't, do, we can't was, do. can't do. Okay. hypotheticals, man. Okay. He's just a tier above. That's why he's. They're both going to be gone. Be, be, so he's either. arguably the best player in the draft.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't think that, but yeah, I, don't, I, don't wow. about it. I don't know. Wow, I don't know. I don't think he's the best player. You keep in putting the, draft. the two together, I just he's the don't best see corner. It. He's the best corner. I think Aiden Hutchinson is probably still the best player in the draft. And then K. Right, One and just Kyle saying, Hamilton can make an argument. And then Sauce is for Yes, not counting make an argument
2: that he's the best. You can't do that. Oh well,
1: you said arguably. All right, yep, that's fair. That's fair. So regardless, both those corners are going to be gone by the time the Eagles pick. So you look at Andrew Booth out of Clemson. You got Kyrie Lam. You got Roger McCreary. You got Trent McDuffie, who people love for whatever reason. I'm not in love with him. I'd be very upset if we <laughs> stuck with Trent McDuffie. But that's just my opinion. A lot of people are high on him. Steven, what do you hope that the Eagles kind of do for that CB2 spot? Tay Gowan, Zach McPherson are on the roster. Is it next man up? Or do you hope they look at the draft to try and get another cb2 in here and potentially another
2: cb1 because darius slay isn't getting younger either well when they have as many draft picks as they do and two first round picks like again i think i said last podcast i'm not i'm not going into a round or a specific pick and targeting a specific position because my mindset's always been best player available but when you have when you have two first round picks in this draft and obviously like we we all do it. We all look at the mock drafts and stuff, and they only they only tell you so much. But like they're usually, I'm not gonna say pretty accurate, but like it tends to kind of go that way. It gives you an indication of where certain players are gonna go. There's gonna be a handful of corners available around where they pick if they want to trade up, you know, to get one of those top two guys. Uh, you know, stay where they're at, where they're at. Um, but I would I'm starting to lean honestly in, in round one. get you got to get a corner with one of those picks. Um, and I really like Andrew Booth. Obviously, I would like I would love if they could somehow, you know, Sauce somehow falls a couple picks, they move up and get him or whatever. I don't know. Uh Stingley, even though I sat here and kind of slandered this man for a little bit. I wasn't slandering him. I'm just I just think sauce is on a another level. But Andrew Booth to me, uh coming out of Clemson with his his length, his athleticism, um, the experience like in the zone, I think he fits what the Eagles want to do on defense. And I hear I hear your concerns about uh Trent McDuffie like another uh, undersized corner he's probably a slot guy. I don't want to hear he can play both. I'm not doing that anymore. They need It's t- to answer your question you asked me. They need to draft two outside corners in this draft. I'll tell you right now they need two. <laughs> two outside corners that can go along the line the uh, sidelines because you need a guy like you said um opposite of Darius Slay, but you kind of also need to build towards the future. Now mm-hmm. ideally in the first round, whoever you take, if you if you leave with a corner, that guy would fill in, you know, one day for Slay at that corner one spot. But also, like, let's get another one, another developmental guy, you know?
1: Yeah, so as far as, as the corners go, Andrew Booth, like, like like you had mentioned, he has a lot of the traits I do like. He's He has the physical traits to play man coverage. He already excels in zone coverage, uber-athletic, and his physicality is great. He never shies away from tackles very good at wrapping players up he is a guy i miss that, I that in philly man i miss that
2: we haven't had that in so long I just know. like a hard hitter tough hard nose like this is I what know. we are man
1: it's 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 bad but he's he's everything you want in a cornerback one i'd be very happy with andrew booth with one of those first round picks when it comes to the other one steven is receiver the route they go there i know i've been saying for a while now that they most likely go corner and defensive lineman just because that's the blueprint for Howie Roseman, but now the rumbling's starting to go that the Eagles are actually considering receiver. They held they hosted uh Jameson Williams on visits, they had Chris Alave on visits. Ugh. Would you yeah, not I'm not high on Alave, he screams like Will Fuller to me, kind of, but which which isn't a bad thing. But I, I, I'm a Garrett Wilson guy when it comes to Ohio State. But if, if 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 corner is the one, the one pick, Steven, are you willing to go receiver? I feel like we've had this conversation probably three times. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm, I'm you know, now. I feel, you know, the
2: answer to this, yeah. like, so, we so, let, me, so let me rephrase it. You, know so, so you let me, know, so let me rephrase you know how, it. Let I'm me going rephrase to it. answer this. Like, okay. So there's a better question <laughs>
1: here. Who is your top receiver in the draft is a better question.
2: Oh, Garrett Wilson. Probably.
1: I thought you were it's going to J-Mo though. Though. I have James three three guys. Williams is
2: getting there. I have three guys on my radar. I'm not saying it's on the Eagles radar or anything like radar. that, but, uh, <laughs> Uh, Garrett Wilson, um, Traylon Burks, and yeah, now Jamison Williams. If you can get one of those three, that's awesome. And Jamison Williams, man, he is, he is, he is. If it just wasn't for the. I have a question for you because for a while, my mindset was in this offseason when I saw this free agent receiver market and I saw all these contracts getting thrown around, uh, you know, and then you got the Metcalf rumors, um, and some of these other ones that are coming out AJ Brown, Debo Samuel. My mindset was, well, shoot. You know, all these teams are just going to throw all this money at all this money at these receivers. Um, Let's do the smart thing. Let's draft a receiver. You have cheap, young talent at that position. And obviously, like, I would still lean that way. But I got to admit, like, it comes a point in time where you kind of have to just, like, you can't think like that because when you see Christian Kirk getting paid this much money, like, let's just admit it. This is the way the NFL is going now. Like, you can get, well, the eagles it may seem differently but you can get receiver talent it's all over the place for whatever reason we struggle to do it you can't get elite receiver
1: talent yeah it doesn't just you can't it doesn't just room it the eagles have shown that up, uh recently they they're not capable Devonte was already you know good when he got here but they they haven't given me the confidence that we can draft receivers in the third and fourth round well, right like and, what and i'm saying them. is
2: you may have to just swallow the pill like you're gonna have to pay one eventually yeah like, I get it. is yeah. gonna demand a contract like like no, I think they. I think they. I think they are. Is this a Debo thing or is this a? a... I sort. Yeah, sort of. Sort of like that. Like if right. That's kind of what it is. Like if if that's the reason why you're not going to trade for Debo, I have I have nothing for you. I have nothing for you because at the end of the day, you can allocate the cap however you want to do it, and we know Howie Roseman is a wizard. But like the Eagles have Jalen Hurts on a rookie contract,
1: and so that's where I was. Yeah, so that's so that's where I you was and like... me both
2: believe. Depending on how this season goes, if he's not the guy, if they feel like he's not the guy, I think they're going to draft one. And what that Uh tells you is another quarterback on a rookie contract. Uh So like, forget this Jalen Hurts thing and all that stuff. Like you can't, that can't be your mentality when Debo Samuel, who is a top, what is he? Top five receiver. He's, he's a top, he's one of the best offensive weapons in the NFL period. He will change Uh your offense. So. Uh Like, you can't sit here, you just, it's not going to happen anymore. The the Good receivers are going to keep coming in, like these guys we're talking about in the draft. I'm sure one of these guys that we mentioned is going to eventually get paid 20 plus million dollars in the NFL. It's just the reality of it. So
1: your so your viewpoint has skewed to I don't even remember the original question anymore.
2: <laughs> I just don't care. Like I I was the guy, my mindset was like oh all these teams are gonna pay all this money for these receivers. Let's be the smart team and just draft these young guys on these cheap contracts. But oh like, I got you I got you. But you're have to pay I, one at some. Point I can't do it thing. anymore. Regardless you know? of
1: even even if you take an elite guy now, are the Eagles going to pay him in four years? Is what you're saying?
2: And maybe yeah, and maybe I just feel that way because uh, Debo Samuel's available. So my two so my two viewpoints on
1: this whole on the whole wide receiver market in general with Debo is that um, if I feel like the Eagles wouldn't just because this is how they operate, I feel like they wouldn't mm-hmm. invest twenty five million plus a year into a guy, especially at the receiver position when they're still undecided on the QB position. Yeah, you know, beyond twenty twenty two. And on the flip side of that, people will argue that not, that is the perfect time. To invest money into that position because even if Jalen hurts, mm-hmm. Jalen hurts underwhelms, like you mentioned, and we get another quarterback next year, that's a rookie contract for four years. You don't have to worry about paying him. You can spend the money, and you know, not worry about it then. Or even if Jalen does well, you know, who knows what his, his his potential extension would look like if he does well next season? Because this is his third year now. So I, I see it both ways. I don't think the Eagles would do it just because like that's a lot of money for mm-hmm. for for. for for a player like that, where they're not sure about the guy that's getting him the ball yet, even, you know, they say they believe in him and all this, but they're obviously this is still a, a trial period for Jalen Hurts. Uh, but on the flip side, if you still don't have money committed to your QB position, now is the time to invest in other positions. I see it. I see it on both sides. Um I just don't know like Debo like you mentioned would fit beautifully in the offense like if he if he were to come here that's a, that adds a whole other element I didn't to mention an offense. his
2: impact in the short pass game which I feel like this team needs to open up for Jalen yeah, especially yeah. with the Rpos like he would just, and stuff he would you know just
1: like add so much more so much more to an offense that you know is desperate for firepower they need more firepower you know mm-hmm. you can talk about Quez all day which I did yesterday <laughs> obviously on that on that tape breakdown like quez has the potential Devonte smith is great bring debo in here open things up even more for those guys not to mention dallas goddard not to mention miles who is coming in this year hungry and kenneth gainwell who wants to make more impact in year two it's it's it makes sense and to your point the eagles will have to pay one at some point so do they do it now or do they do it later
2: <laughs> so really you were, okay so really quickly my question for you is 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 trading in general this isn't just for the eagles
1: yeah, it's not even a matter of just signing him. You have to give up picks and
2: then pay him, mm-hmm. which is a whole other element. So. Is is trading, is trading for Debo Samuel like okay? Obviously, that's a win, like a win now move. But like, and and your opinion is that a move you make if you feel like your team is like one player away from competing? Because I don't, because he's twenty five and he's that good. He's I not. Think you move. I think
1: a uh, when win now moves to me is like when you go and get. Go and get veterans. A guy that's like
2: thirty-one, On like the
1: back end of their career, and yeah. they can get you over the top. Like if you get a guy like Debo, he can still be a foundation. He's a found, piece. he'd
2: be a found. Yes, there yeah, you go. Right. He'd be a foundational piece. Yes,
1: right. He's. I think he's the type of building block teams. I think he'd be the rebuild. oldest
2: receiver on the team. uh well, he besides would, Zach Pascal. Never mind. Uh,
1: yeah, Pascal's here. He's a, he's the lone veteran. Um, and Greg Ward is how old, 24, twenty-four, twenty-five. Now? He's around
2: that age.
1: Yeah, he's he was the oldest one here for a little bit. That tells you what you need to know. About the room, but guys like Debo and DK and these guys, these are building blocks that teams covet when they're rebuilding. And the Eagles, mm-hmm. you know, are kind of still in that phase. So bringing another, yeah, there's a reason the Jets are here. linked
2: to them. They're not a player exactly. away from the Super Bowl. Well, nah, this is what I'm trying to say. Not. And this is why I think Debo
1: is probably the, the three teams leading to my knowledge are the Jets, the Packers, and uh, the Chiefs for obvious reasons now obviously two of
2: those a, teams are probably you know that two of those teams two of those teams
1: lost receivers you know the Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. the Packers lost Devontae Adams so why both of those teams didn't pay their own receivers and then would be in the front running for Debo kind of doesn't make sense unless the money isn't the primary factor and where Debo wants to go then obviously mm-hmm. they have a uh, they have a role in that but the Jets they have the obvious connection to. Uh, to Robert Sala when he was there in San Francisco, and the Jets were in on Tyreek Hill when that whole thing was going down, and, they, and he uh, inevitably went to Miami. So the Jets are probably like the front-running, I would assume, if, if if I had to rank them. But, but to your point, Stephen, the Eagles, they, they, they got to pay a receiver at some point, whether it's going to be Devontae on his contract or doing it now. While giving up picks to acquire star receivers, they're going to have to bite the bullet one way or another because they can't continue to be you know, just in the middle of the pack at the position, you got to make a big splash at some point. And when you Alshon trade up last for Devonte
2: Smith in that position in the draft mm-hmm. and take him as highly as you do, you do it because you believe he's going to be good enough to earn that second. Yeah, contract. well,
1: he'll, he'll. I. I. There's not a doubt in my mind he'll get a second contract here. So, just, but then I guess
2: the question is like, you know, with this whole Debo thing, do you want two guys making that much money?
1: Yeah, well, mm-hmm. Devontae isn't eligible for three more years, so you can. So what do you do? You trade for Debo. Give him a four-year four, four year extension structure it in a way that by the time that starts to cost a little bit less money, you can then extend Devontae. They mm-hmm. have to structure it and stagger it uh, in that way. So, yeah, a lot of thing, a lot of moving parts going on for what the Eagles and what they want to do, whether it's drafting somebody like Garrett Wilson, Jameson Williams, or going out and getting a guy like Debo Samuel. One thing is for certain they need to get another guy in here yep. to complement Devontae Smith, and they got to figure it out relatively soon. Speaking of receivers, rumors have been going around that the Eagles have been getting calls on the struggling one of the group, Jalen Rager. I don't know what the Eagles' motivation is to move him. I don't know what his value would be. I know there's been some speculation, potentially a fourth, fifth-round pick. Maybe he gets moved on draft day or what have you. Steven, would you look to move Jalen Rager, give him a change of scenery and just be done with it? Or do you kind of want to give him one more crack and see if he can break through and show something? Well, J-Jaw got
2: three years, so... Yeah, but i he, think it was he three did years something.
1: he at least does something on the field though kind of
2: i mean would you really trade him for a fourth round pick right now i would yeah really mm-hmm. yeah i would i don't know Howie's comments today didn't make it sound i mean obviously it is what it is talk is cheap but he had said in his press conference today when they were breaking down the draft he had mentioned how that draft class the one jalen Reger came out of um Hurt really bad from not having a a true offseason due to COVID and stuff like that. Obviously, he's just coming up with excuses or whatever, but that's what I mean. Like he's not written off completely. Obviously, nobody you know wants to hear that uh, or anything like that. But to me, it feels like the final straw. Unless you can get a good deal, then maybe do it. Um, but I don't know if I trade him for a fourth or fifth round pick. I don't know, man. Just, so if you don't, what are you hoping? They about? held on to Dillard all this time. They held on to Dillard's good.
1: All. Dillard's a good backup, of course. they get, And they probably wow. do keep him another year. They've getting they've been getting a lot of calls on Dillard though. He's been generating a lot, a lot of interest.
2: He's so, big now too. Did you see him? Can he play mm-hmm. right guard? You uh, think he would move inside? He's huge.
1: Uh, I don't know if he goes inside. He's the tackle is still his strong point, but yeah, he's he's nah, he's, he's got bad. that size on the Dillard. So we will have to see what happens with Rager. Uh, I will move him for fourth. I don't know how motivated. The Eagles are to move him, but they they have been getting calls, and so I, I don't know where the interest level is as far as like are the Eagles going to move him or where the interest level is for the teams that
2: are calling for him.
1: But, if they uh, draft the been.
2: receiver, though, he is in a bad spot.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's in a spot because at really least gotta... this
2: past year there was opportunity for him to go out there and he just. I say didn't that the execute. way the wide
1: receiver room is now, this is not going to be the state of it going into the season. Or at least at better not At It better not be And that's be the thing. Everybody <laughs> uh, uh,
2: to get back to this, I saw on Twitter, and everybody goes back to blaming Jalen Hurts for this. They're like, oh, they don't believe in Hurts. They're not going after any receivers. I don't have to go through this again. They were finalists for several guys mm-hmm. in the free agent Kirk. market. Yep, Kirk, Alvin Robinson. Um, they tried for Calvin Ridley.
1: They, they, they. Cal- they yes, attempts. there you go. The they Calvin Ridley out. trade
2: was there basically. Yep. Now here comes Debo.
1: So, so, so we'll keep an eye.s for that, like you mentioned earlier in the show, Stephen. We did get a press conference, the pre-draft media availability from Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman, a whole bunch of really nothing. It was more so a college lecture because it almost it almost put me to sleep. They asked Howie Roseman if uh, if the QB position. Had any impact on the trade with the Saints as far as moving a first-round pick this year for draft capital next year? Of course, in expected fashion, Howie Roseman doubled down. Said, we like Jalen Hurts. We want him to be successful here. Our goal is to build around him. Another nugget in this press conference, an important one. Howie said, uh, Howie said this is a good linebacker class. <laughs> oh, my God. Didn't
2: expect good. to hear that. It's good. Oh, oh.
1: You know what that means? <laughs> It means one of two things, actually. Number one, he either actually really likes linebackers and might take one round one, or he oh, likes the class so much that he thinks he can get value in yeah. round six. Yeah,
2: exactly. So which? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. You know that. Come on, that's Howie, dude. He's a value uh, guy. Man,
1: to, you get know. ready for uh, um, what's what's the guy's name? Chad, uh, Chad, uh, Mamua, Mua, Muma. Forget I just don't name.
2: get why they can't just take one in like the second or third round. Uh, they need, they need Channing, Channing, uh, Tindall
1: from Georgia. That's who they need. Nicobe Dean's teammate. That guy is a bullet. That guy tackles. He's a bullet. He runs all over the place, matches up well on receivers and tight ends. He's a good third round guy. He's a good day two guy. Channing Tyndall, Look him up. I wrote him up in a mock draft last week, but he is very good on the tape. Now the issue was that not a ton of experience. Didn't really play until his senior year and couldn't crack the the starting lineup as he was sitting behind his teammates, you know, Nicobe Dean and those guys. Uh, but I, I do like what I see from that. Steve, and the likelihood of the Eagles
2: taking a linebacker in round one. Um, About as likely as me declaring for the NBA draft. So you're doing it. So you're doing
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Going to the next Grayson Allen.
2: I would be stunned. Grayson Allen? What? <laughs> what would you just say? I look I tried like Grayson Allen. A white, I tried
1: to think of a white player. Wow. The first I
2: <laughs> Unreal, man. Associate me with that scumbag. Yeah, not a good human, that guy, is he? Why not, like, J.J. Ruddick? Nah, he's got a bad reputation. Although, he's go- he's a great uh, analyst, as- like me, like myself. I don't know. Like, I just don't see it, man. There's They need a receiver. They need a corner. Oh, here we go with this again. They need uh, a safety, um, D tackle defensive end. Um. I will say to your <laughs> point, because we made a
1: big joke about uh, the backup Oh, did I say corner? Position?
2: They need two corners.
1: We made a big joke about the uh, about the backup tight end position on the last show. And now since then I have seen people talking about they need wow. some they need some depth at the
2: position. Are so you it's serious? not serious.
1: So I have seen it. Now, I didn't so say I like, get oh, that sh- depth
2: in the first or second round. You know, yeah, but. so they
1: do need they do need some answers there. I thought the Eagles wow. were big on Jack Stahl and they raved about Tyree Jackson all You're big season on when Jack he didn't. Stahl. Play.
2: Tyree Jackson's hurt.
1: He's not hurt anymore. He played in the final week of the season in that Dallas game where nobody played. He was in that game, so he's fine. Didn't he's he get hurt around. in that game? uh no not to uh, did he uh, i don't remember i, don't I know, know he played i know he played but uh, yeah so i guess backup tight end is, is something they might draft a running back
2: too they need a guy with size oh here we go here we go.
1: <laughs> they do need a again guy i'm with not saying
2: back. in the first couple rounds it might happen
1: <laughs> every time you got a position of just Off- don't not rule a out
2: offensive line either because it's kind of an age oh no i never line. do that
1: they'll they'll take a, they'll take two they have 10 pick to use they'll yeah. take two Mm-hmm. One developmental guy and one guy that they can use for depth immediately. Especially That's while sympathy.
2: Jeff uh, Stoutland's still here, it's like you want to yeah. bring in as much young talent as you can. To let him oh. let him coach him up.
1: Oh, the talent! The talent you got, you mentioned. Corner. Speaking of of the secondary, man, Honey Badger's still out there, and boy did he uh, have something to say to me oh, on yeah. Twitter. If you missed it, if you missed it. So Tyrell, so basically. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I I don't. If you missed it, I this man did, this man pissed off Tyron Matthew on the. I didn't
1: board. piss off Tyron Matthew. This and I did not run this man out of Philly, despite what Twitter may tell you. Oh, so yes. essentially, I put out a tweet that said safety Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame in the draft because there's rumors of him potentially slipping now. So the 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 uh, the, uh, the potential of Kyle Hamilton slipping is a factor in the Eagles talks. With Tyron Matthew. And the Eagles feel like that if they have a crack at Hamilton, they would much rather draft a guy that position than invest money into safety now. Tyron Matthew somehow found that tweet within a half hour. I didn't tag him, so he must have, I don't know how he found it. But he, he found the tweet, he replied, LOL, yeah, okay. And then deleted it within like 30 seconds. Of course, all of Twitter got a hold of it. It made its way to Reddit. And then I was public enemy number one for about six hours. And I would be the reason why the Eagles didn't sign Tyron Matthew. Let it be known. I will never be the reason why anybody makes <laughs> right. a decision in
2: Eagles free Come agency.
1: On. Nobody gives a damn what bloggers, podcasters. Nobody cares. Especially players. They don't give a damn. They might respond to something. If well, they don't I don't like know.
2: It. He clearly name searched. Yeah, but maybe he's just because you know. didn't add him, right? You just said his no. Name I didn't on the tag tweet. him. No, I didn't yeah, tag so him. He anything. Either he, name he searched or somebody brought it, was it to quick his too. attention.
1: He found it within like forty-five minutes. Yeah, it's not like it was up all day and everybody brought attention to it. Like he found that thing quickly. He feels threatened. No, he feels like his. The thing is that he feels like his value is dwindling, and from from
2: what I know, for,
1: here's what I know. I know. Let's Tyron make a Matthew, deal right now. If they real, sign real quick, him, real quick, real quick,
2: he has real, real, to come on the pod.
1: Oh yeah. Well, if he comes here, it'll be a whole thing. It'll, it'll, it'll definitely be. It, no matter what happens, whether he comes here or not, it'll be a whole thing. Regardless. Honey Badger. Yeah. The day he makes that decision, I'm either gonna be hated or whatever. We'll figure it out. Uh, but I do know for certain that Tyron Matthew wants 18 million a year in that ballpark. He wants somewhere around wow. 18 million a year. He wants to be at the highest paid rather pay Debo 30. <laughs> I believe I believe Jamal Adams is the highest paid safety in the league right now at 17 and a half.
2: That's another position this team doesn't draft and I don't feel comfortable. I know. I don't I know. feel comfortable with them drafting safety. But if
1: Kyle Hamilton is there, they got to do it. So imagine like you sign Tyler no, Matthew now and then, said, falls, and then Kyle Hamilton falls and then he was like, the like, well, fuck.
2: The Did you see that? He said LeBron's yeah, well, he the He said Drake's the GOAT over Loser Michael do Loser energy. He to hear. Yeah, He is wild for that. Don't want that. Yeah, he is. He is. He is on some shit. For That's saying. loser energy.
1: Well, all I said was that the potential, like Kyle Hamilton, plays a factor in what the Eagles do with Tyron Matthew. That's all I said. And Tyron Matthew fought, found it. And the, he. This is what happened. Either the offer the Eagles gave him was underwhelming, which I heard it was, mm. or he felt slighted at the fact that I was comparing him to a rookie and felt like he obviously he feels like he can provide more than Kyle Hamilton on the field. So maybe he felt slighted. In, in that regard, or maybe they would
2: 30. just rather draft somebody that paid right. like that's an eighth of what I didn't he I say wants. he was
1: bad. and say he sucked. I didn't say I want this guy over, man. I just say none of that. But you know, you know, that's how NFL players go.
2: Hey, he's still a free agent for a reason. So yeah, because a lot of teams is, don't isn't want it what want to get Mark.
1: Well, he's take he was always wanted to take his time. He he met with the Saints when he was in family. He liked everything. He had the virtual visit with Eagles, and for what I know. Con- the contact is still there. I know they're still like in contact. I don't know where the talks are. I don't know which way is going where. I, I I don't know. All I know is that all 32 teams are monitoring where Kyle Hamilton goes, and that's all I said. That's all it is. Well, but yeah, he's still out there many cool The first
2: uh Eagles player on the pod if it was Honey Badger.
1: Is he the first? Maybe.
2: Well, I've, as far as I've as long I, as I've been here. Yeah,
1: that's true. That's true. Yeah. So that that's that we'll keep an eye on where Tyron Matthew goes. And we yeah, I'll certainly know when he goes. My Twitter will let me know <laughs> when when he inevitably gets. You're kind signed. of
2: praying he comes here, right?
1: Oh, not really. No, not really. <laughs> I don't know, like this. Your reputation is on me. the line. Yeah, I really I can, nah, nah. <laughs> don't really give a shit. You know what, what like I like in Shep- this did? draft?
2: The one from uh, is it is it Georgia? Penn Lewis, State? Louis? Ka- uh, is it Kai? Oh, Khan
1: Kai Chan I like Ka-in. him. Yeah. Whatever his name is, I thought you were going to say uh, Jayquan Brisker from Penn State. Eagles, the Eagles had a visit with him. He's pretty good. Yeah, I would definitely take him in the uh, in the second round. How do you feel about this track star that the Eagles brought in? Devin Allen runs a four three five at twenty seven years old. There's nothing I like more than the Eagles bringing in twenty seven year old rookies that haven't played in six years.
2: Yeah, look, actually, it's been longer than that. Twenty sixteen was the last time he played here and pretend it's going to be. Oh, it is six years. It's like this was the conversation we had with Maya Lotta, and now he's one of the best tackles in the NFL. I'm not Okay, good lord. I'm not saying for well, okay. Come that's on, not, nobody thought Maelada no, no, was gonna be no. this good. Let's not do My lotta right wasn't now. a
1: twenty-seven-year-old rookie that's right, been exactly, away from the game exactly. for six years.
2: Exactly. Exactly. He did just win
1: another hurdle championship though, so that's good. So <laughs> he's fast enough. Number one, can he catch? Number two. Can he run a route number three they were
2: targeting another receiver right or or something a guy yeah a returner. so they're so they're they're keeping their eye on uh andre carter right now 34 years old
1: <laughs> what's up with this guy andre carter 34 years old he did average 32 yards per kick return last year that's how that frustrated 100... they are
2: with Rager, man
1: yeah man well he's obviously a failed experiment there but he had 101 yard Good kick joke. return last year in week 17. the eagles as a team only averaged 18 yards per kick return when do you if I got a trivia question for you. When was the last time you probably know it cuz you saw me tweet it, but when was the last time the Eagles had a kickoff return touchdown?
2: Well, I don't know when, but I want to say the last guy to do it was um Oh no, was it Wendell Smallwood?
1: He, it was so Smallwood did it that year in 2016, but another guy did it later uh, on in the season.
2: Is it another running back? No. It's a receiver. Yes. It was Oregon, Oregon, Oregon guy Chip Kelly. Oh my god! No Come way, on. that was the most recent one. Josh Huff. Yep, 2016. What? Josh Huff. Yep. So Smallwood sure? and Josh Huff both did it. And yes, I'm very sure. Remember the and one? Is anything I'm sure? Of, it is had my like five kick returns for touchdown yeah. or punt returns. Well, before I Rager, say.
1: before Rager did it in the game that Wentz got benched, Darren Sproles was the last guy to return a punt. Hmm. So the Eagles damn sure need help with special teams, and Andre Carter could potentially help them. They have been interested in him. He was on the Chargers last year. The Chargers opted to sign DeAndre Carter because he's simply younger. And I get it. Andre Carter is what thirty-four. You could pull something at any point. So, but the Eagles are looking to beef up their special teams. Maybe they'll use uh, Devin Allen in in that regard. Or he'll just on, get cut. Or he'll just get cut. Yeah, but it's more <laughs> likely. So we'll have to. We'll I have to see. Ronnie McLeod signed with the Colts on a uh, on a uh, was it one year deal, two year deal, one year? Don't remember, but he did sign with the Colts. And I feel like he kind of got like an unceremonious end. Like we did all this yeah, stuff, with Malcolm, his retirement, and then McLeod is like on his way to a new team. And I feel like nobody really likes that. Mm-hmm. That is true. Like, he was a big like he was a big deal in this city. Mm-hmm. Well, on the Super Bowl. Like he did a lot, and he did a lot yeah. for the community. But man, maybe when he retires, we'll do. We'll do do the whole thing. Before we wrap up here on this episode, one more thing that I kind of really don't want to talk about, but it's here, and we kind of have to. And, of course, the Eagles are always involved because that's the way rumors go. Kyla Murray and his sour-ass attitude is, like, done with Arizona. So, uh Steven Eagles, Eagles. Uh, you want any parts of five uh, nine? Kyler that, Murray. You probably it? can't see over Jordan Mailata, by the way.
2: Yes. Who was it that <laughs> said? I saw it on Twitter. Somebody said that if we get Kyler Murray, there'll be way more fans in the seats yeah. because he's Michael Vick. Who said that? It was. I'm uh, sorry.
1: This guy on Jacob
2: Media, yeah, he said oh, okay. Which Jacob
1: Media is it like there's some good dudes over there, but that guy, I don't know why he said that. Yeah, let me tell you yeah, this:
2: Eagles fans not going to games. It doesn't matter people, who the quarterback is.
1: I know people who have been on the Eagles season ticket waiting list for 20 years, mm. 20 years, and they still are nowhere near close to getting season tickets. If there's anything the Eagles don't have problems doing, they have issues, but they certainly don't have problems selling tickets. We, the Lincoln Financial Field, was sold out watching Mark Sanchez and Sam Bradford and <laughs> Kevin Cobb. They would sell out if me or you were playing quarterback. It does not matter who is playing. Ticket sales will always, always be there because that's how much the fans will football. Would you entertain Kyler Murray at all?
2: No. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: okay. I'm, I'm glad. Well, that ends that conversation. If you're moving on
2: from, <laughs> whatever. I just, I'm so tired. No, of that's it.
1: wrong, man. That's wrong, man. There's not much to really talk about, but it's, it's, he just, he comes he off as same a sour concerns attitude. concerns Hurts. He, he, just, he has a sour. He's just too. more He's, developed. He claims he claims the team set him up for failure in the playoffs, but I don't know why he would claim that when the team obviously believed in him enough to go get DeAndre Hopkins and go Zach get James Ertz. Connor and go get AJ Green. And I don't understand that. So Zach I don't Ertz. know what Kylie's married deal. Zach Ertz. I don't know what his deal is. <laughs> I don't know what his problem is. I don't know what his attitude issues are. I don't know what goes on behind closed doors over in Arizona. Mm-hmm. But I don't like the way he is
2: going about this and
1: Jalen hurts is our guy anyway at least sounds like
2: lack of accountability from a guy who just played like shit in the playoffs (laughs) we
1: know all about lack of accountability we got a guy now who if anything provides accountability and takes accountability for his stuff and we're gonna see him hopefully progress and take the next step in 2022 we appreciate you guys for catching up with us on this latest episode of the philly pod of course we got draft coming up like i said just eight days away going to be tons of coverage over on the liberty line com. Be sure to uh, keep visiting over there. Coverage on all five Philly sports, Eagles, Sixers, Flyers, Phillies. Probably don't want to read about those other teams but because they are terrible right now. We even got uh, the Stars, USFL, which is might not be around for long because their league is horrible right now. If you don't have a good quarterback, you don't have a good league, mm. and there's no good quarterbacks in that class. Like, you get <laughs> hype when you watch it, and then 10 minutes go by, and you're like, "This, sh- I will never watch this again. <laughs> That's how bad those games were last week but we got the coverage anyway uh be sure to subscribe to the show apple podcast spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, odyssey anywhere else you get your shows be sure to like leave five stars leave those reviews all of those do help with the exposure of the show steven tell the people where they can find you what you got coming up what you're doing for your birthday <laughs> anything you want to tell the people you got uh,
2: got in the pipeline yeah so steven conrad jr on all socials uh Primarily what? Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Follow me over there. We are always down to talk to Instagram, by the way.
1: We are beating ass over there on Instagram and TikTok. Film breakdowns, IG reels with Steven. It's (laughs) it is it is it is here.
2: Also, I'm thinking about meeting up with this dude uh, on traff day and I kinda wanna do I'm not sure what we're gonna do just yet, but maybe we'll do like some sort of draft content, obviously. What is that Thursday, the twenty eighth? So st- yeah, stay, on, stay on the lookout for that. I'm sure you guys follow Vic on Twitter, so we'll, we'll keep you posted yeah, if we I'll do anything the, to expand the sure brand. Me,
1: and be sure to keep it keep it posted for when a honey badger signs or doesn't sign, because that'll be entertaining. Regardless, gotta get the of guy the on the show. Oh God, yeah, we'll figure. He's gotta out. come here first, God. though. <laughs> yeah, Ed Philly, along with Debo Samuel because we're just going to get all those guys. Appreciate you guys uh, for tuning into the show. Until the next one, y'all, peace out from the Philly Pop.